new new year new podcast we've totally revamped everything gone is the deep tactical analysis and deep football thinking instead we've replaced it with stories of bags of piss being launched to pensioners chicken slapping jesus baiting misguided parenting aussie bashing so pretty much the same as we did in 2018 but if you're still listening now you probably don't care anyway it's christmas time so there's a lot a lot a lot a lot of football but probably jason and i will spend most of our time talking about an eagle and a small vietnamese man let's be having a podcast very warm welcome once again happy new year dave so eloquently put it didn't you it was, I was just uh, fantastic uh it is 2019 yes it is gone with 2018 gosh 2018 was just like a big it was it was like a it's a bit of sandpaper I, I felt i felt there was a lot of entertaining stuff and everything well we started really, a podcast well that was that was good uh, a highlight, I guess, you know. Uh, <laughs> well, the first show, was it? the first yeah. one, they've all been slowly yeah. getting worse. <laughs> it's got a downhill now from there. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, we're, mate, we're 2019. It's, it, it, feels, it feels kind of weird, like the, the first 20 years of, of the 2000s is gone. You know, no, it hasn't. We're, we're almost, Still one no, left. isn't it? That, well, it's almost gone, though. You know, we've just got one more year until 2020, you know, 2020. It, I, yeah. I almost feel like 2020 feels much more sort of futuristic than... Oh, way more. There's going to be yeah, uh, yeah. hoverboards. There's going to be... Hoverboards. Um, yep. Uh, all yeah, kinds of stuff that happens in Minority Report. Future crime. That's going to happen in yep. 2020. Flying DeLoreans. Yep. The whole, the uh, whole shibiddle. Yes, absolutely. So it is. It just, it, it just feels like it. You know, it's, it's, it's just around the corner. So we just got to get over this, this blip. Uh, which is 2019, and then we'll we'll get through to the to the real nitty gritty of our lives. Future yeah, stars future. next year, <laughs> which awaits us. Um, mate, let's let's talk straight into it because I know you're itching to go for it. Let's talk about the eagle, mate. Yes. Let's talk about the eagle, mate. Let's... You know how much on this show <laughs> we have talked about, indulged in, and loved. The very concept of the mascot fighting back. And I'm not talking about fucking Gunnosaurus or a grown man dressed as some kind of bee. What I'm talking about is actual animals. Uh, I think the, what you know first turned me on to this was you talking about how at Benfica, there is an uh-huh. eagle that flies around the Benfica Stadium before every yep. game. And we you know, had a little bit of an imagination session whereby eagle would attack sporting fans and sporting fans would try and kill it i think that wasn't even imagination that genuinely happens no that they try and take it down anyway <laughs> in america where many of the world's greatest things happen it happened the eagle got <laughs> loose the eagle got loose so this was at an american football game which is the wrong kind of football but that doesn't matter it was in a stadium with a whole group of people. In fact, it was the, uh, the college, football, uh, college football semifinals. So really semifinals, big, that's right. really wow. big, very important game. No, Notre Dame, as you and I would call it, but as America called it, Notre Dame. Notre, Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame were playing Clemson. 
uh, and funnily enough, I used to work with a guy who, who went to Clemson University and he would not shut up about the fact that he went to Clemson Ugh. University. Their team plays in orange and purple. How can you support that? Orange and purple together. It's horrendous. Anyway, Clemson won the game 30 to 3, whatever that means. But before the game happened, the eagle, mate, it got out. <laughs> I mean, it just compl- like they brought it out like with a man and a trainer and the eagle flew. And then he's supposed to go back to the trainer. And the eagle was like, fuck that. I'm not going anywhere near him. <laughs> Screw that shit. I am going to fly around. They had to delay the kickoff of the game because this eagle was flying around. And then a hero came along. This small Vietnamese man stood up, <laughs> stuck out his arm, and the eagle landed on it. And I like to think that at that moment where the eagle landed on that small Vietnamese man's arm, like music was playing, like the Star Spangled Banner and stuff. Because I lived in America for two and a half years and I all, always privately wanted my own bald eagle. And here's the <laughs> man achieving it. And you know what the best bit of, the best bit of the whole thing, mate, is that his wife was in the toilet the whole time. <laughs> Kim, I believe her name was, wasn't it? <laughs> Something like that. Anyway. Poor old Kim. She's in the shitter the whole time. And her husband's <laughs> becoming a bloody internet sensation everywhere. And she's having a crap. <laughs> Mate, who knows? Maybe she wanted to be uh, out, out of the limelight at that particular moment in time. You never know, do you? But, uh, but it really was an uh, amazing scene. And if you haven't actually seen it, then please do go on the tubes and, and have a little look. Because this eagle... Um, it's, it's a proper eagle. Mate, mate it's thank like, God it's... it was only an eagle, though. Imagine it was a bear. I believe one of the college football teams is called, like, the Florida Gators. Imagine if it was a gator. <laughs> and this, this eagle actually, it only landed on its own fans as well, didn't it? It didn't actually, like, I mean, if it did go over and, and land in the Clemson, because you got Clemson, the Clemson, it was against the Clemson Tigers, wasn't it? So if the Clemson Tigers Imagine brought a tiger... If the tiger had got loose. Fuck. <laughs> well, if they brought, they brought a tiger with them, you know, and then... And then the, Honey, the, the, the mascot's got loose. There's or ours. <laughs> uh, ours. Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> not uh, again. Let's leave. Now, this guy, this eagle's name is... This eagle's got a name. It's called Clark. As well, Clark so Eagle, what a name, Clark. <laughs> Clark. So I would imagine the Clemson Tigers' name would be Barry. Uh, <laughs> so we'd have Barry the Tiger versus Clark the uh, the Eagle, the bald-headed Eagle, uh, uh, and uh, let them go at it in the center circle. Although in American football they don't have a center circle, do they? But they have a halfway the, line. You know, they have a halfway line. Okay, but that still doesn't. You know, they call the, it. They the call it the fifty-yard line. The fifty-yard line. Um, if it was anything like uh, uh, what what uh, what happened at Wembley at the Spurs match, basically they'd have the the the, the, the pitch underneath their pitch anyway. So maybe at this big, this game, what they could have done is they could have had a, a soccer match just before that game, and then you'd be able to see the little semi the, the sort of circle in the middle, and then you know you'd have the two of them fight in the middle. That'd be great. Yes, it was wondrous. Yeah. And I look forward to more mascots getting out at more venues. Mascots, if you're listening, skate. <laughs> follow, follow Clark's example. You can, you can, you know, you can become a Make social a media sensation. <laughs> Go for it. Well done, Clark. Um, right. <laughs>
we'll, we'll get on to we'll get on to some football, I think, in a second. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I, just to wrap up on that one, I do believe that uh, somebody came out and said, well, maybe this was actually a good omen. Uh, but in fact, the Clemson Tigers uh, went on to lose thirty. Was it? No, Clemson 30. won. Oh, sorry. Clemson won 30-3. Notre, Notre Dame ended up losing 30-3, to three, like you said a little bit earlier. Now, in football terms, that's what we call a drubbing, really, isn't it? So, <laughs> Imagine if a team lost a game, 33. Wait, I, I could see it. Uh, now, uh, the Tigers... Uh, Mate, Man City, told. Fulham. Man City, Fulham this year. Ah. I reckon there's a chance of that happening. 33. 33. Yeah. Beautiful. Yep. <laughs> or Liverpool, the way they're going as well. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, could be, could be. Um, mate, yes. Uh, so it obviously wasn't a very good omen, and they probably should consider uh, shooting Clark. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe it's got a son already. You know, it's got a son or a daughter who's ready son to step into Clark. the limelight. <laughs> son of Clark, Clark Junior. <laughs> Clark Junior. Hey, hey, hey. Clark the win. Third. Yeah, mate, we better win. You know what happened to your dad, yeah? Um, so yeah. Anyway. No, um, I, sorry, sorry, I know you want to move on, but one of my favorite things about American football. So, as we've just speculated, that it was Clark and Clark Jr., and then there's Clark III, right? You know, and you'll uh, yes. on American football. Uh, Amer- and remember, remember, American football gave us names on the backs of shirts. Do you remember football before there were names on the backs of shirts? I oh, do. Yeah, I do. I'm that yeah. old. Anyway, so this was an American football thing. So, in American football, if you're a junior, just like our Neymar, you, mm-hmm. have, you have the JR at the end. Mm-hmm. Now, some players, when, when they've had a son, a name said son after themselves. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, let's say I have a, a David Hooker Jr. I mm-hmm. then change the name on the back of my shirt to David Hooker Sr. to signify A, that I can breed, and B, that I can <laughs> <laughs> after myself. <laughs> it's a status thing I didn't realise really I can't wait for Harry Kane to put the put the SR on the end of his name <laughs> Kane, Kane Senior <laughs> <laughs> or mate or is it an insecurity thing mate it's like a, look, I got I can, a baby honestly. I can I promise oh, I, I, this is weird like that, that, that the guy down at number 34 I thought he was gay it's a divorce and alimony money type thing like maybe <laughs> the wife is like and if if you have our baby i want you to put senior on your back to acknowledge the fact that you're going to pay for him and, <laughs> because that's how americans talk of course yes uh, they also have the second and the third like you said as well like Dave, is it Dave, davis love the, davis love the third davis, uh, he's a golfer that's the one, yes. Davis Love the third. So what happened to Davis Love the second? Where is he? And where's Oh he was he didn't Love? mean anything. Oh he didn't mean it. He was just he was he was a a, a clerk, a, an assistant clerk down at yes, the Yes, not uh, a clerk, but a clerk. Yeah. Clerk. <laughs> <laughs> and his dad was founder of the staple gun. Yes, uh, or the inventor of one anyway. Or oh, whatever. All right, okay, fair enough. But this this guy's the, the real deal because he's the he's he's the third and he's doing golf. Um very, very good. Uh, Move on. Let let, let us because like, <laughs> actual football. Actual football. Less of animals fighting, which we always love to see. But no, uh, let's move on to football, mate. We can we can start nowhere else. Other, although I think we're going to be covering two extremely big points here. Uh, um, uh, 
the, the, the drubbing that Liverpool gave uh, Arsenal. And of course, the big one uh, tomorrow, day after tomorrow, uh, with Manchester City uh, uh, against Liverpool, which will be an absolute humdinger of a match, obviously. But, uh, but mate, let's start with Liverpool. Um, mate, Liverpool versus Arsenal, 5-1. And Maitland-Niles was the guy who got the whole thing, got the ball rolling as well. Well, the so, one, uh, yeah, the one came first. And then mm. came the five. Bang. One, two, three, four, five. Now, in, uh, in the, uh, the Classico, uh, if one of the teams ever scores five, they go up to the opposition, don't they? And they uh, up to the opposition supporters and they hold up five, uh, well, hold up their hand, really, with five fingers sort of spread out to signify that you've oh. just scored five, like biscuits. Uh, famously did recently, and PK, obviously, Shakira's husband uh, as well. Is this, do we do that? Do we do that? No, yeah, I don't think so. No. Well, I don't no. think Liverpool-Arsenal really have that strong a rivalry, do they? I no, think, I don't think they I don't think do, they really yeah. dislike it. Maybe, maybe in, the, in the Manchester versus Liverpool, or in the North London derby, or, or up north in that, their old firm. But, mm. but no, yes, I don't think Liverpool-Arsenal... I don't think anyone's going to be holding up their hands. Perhaps Meza Ozil should be holding up his hand because he seems to have got lost recently. Because <laughs> he's not in the no. squads anymore, is he? That's... He is not. No, he, um, he obviously is. Maybe it's to do with that goal celebration. Maybe Emre is sick and tired of his, his exactly the same goal celebration where he holds up three fingers downwards, uh, invertedly, and puts his, his thumb into his mouth, uh, uh, which, uh, by, the, by the way, is, is sort of in, in memory not memory, sorry, in dedication towards his niece, I believe, because he doesn't have any sons or daughters. And uh, 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 so There's no Mesut the seconds? There isn't, no. <laughs> or junior, Mesut juniors. So, because it would be Mesut junior, right? Would it? No, Ozil it, it, junior. Ozil two. Ozil, Ozil the second. Oh, God. Unless he had, and then he would have to change his name to Ozil senior. Mate, I know you hate Ozil, and I know you hate Arsenal, but what has... This, I also this, hate Germany. And you, and you hate Germany. Are you going to hate talking about this? Because tell me why you think this is all happening. Because it's... Mate, well, I, actually, I, think it's I think it's a problem with, like, it's not a black or white thing. It, it's, there's nuance in there, mate. And, and mm. it's a complex and difficult thing. But see if you can get your head around it. Let me put, put okay. it out to you. Ozil... <laughs> is a lazy bastard. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Emery, okay, you with me so far? Emery yeah, yeah. has identified at least the lazy part of that. <laughs> I have not even realized the bastard bit. He might not care, but he's identified the lazy and he's thought, <laughs> nah, sorry. And then someone <laughs> said to him, but we pay him a lot of money. <sighs> Do we? Mm-hmm. He's still lazy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Let's not play him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, no, he's lazy. Should we? No, he's lazy. Uh, and, <laughs> and then as a result, he doesn't play, mostly because he's lazy. Oh, God. It's very sad. Is he, is he out? Is he going to be out? This, I mean, he's got to be out sooner, soon, sooner or later, surely then, if he's not well, going to get I've, I've, the Well, where the actual nuance comes in is the fact that he's paid someone like £300,000 a week and that means there is only a handful of clubs that can afford to pay him. Well, he's got to take a pay cut, doesn't he? Well, he well no, because he signed a new contract, didn't he, just before Wenger left. So, Ugh, God. He's, he, you what know, a mess. He, he could sit around 
yeah, I mean, I think he's probably got to take a loan deal where Arsenal pay half of it and find someone else to pay the other half type thing. Now, look, I'm just going to challenge you on this one. Is he lazy or is he one of those, one of those players that looks lazy? No, he's both. He both looks lazy <laughs> oh, okay. and Doesn't is lazy. Um, I, so he is lazy. I mean, if he's lazy. I've, I've watched games with him where, right, he, you see all of those stats, and Arsenal fans often show you those stats. Like he's had the most touches, and he's played the ball the most often, and he's and he's done more runs or whatever. And he's actually he works hard enough when his team have the ball, but when mm-hmm. they don't, he doesn't track back. He doesn't get into position he does he doesn't work back at all um mm. and i think in arsenal you have another guy called mikatarian who also doesn't do that uh and um sanchez sanchez was was when he was at arsenal was a difficult one because he looked like he was working really hard but then if you would check the opta stats for sanchez he'd ran less than the keeper because <laughs> he couldn't be bothered. Um, so I think you can perhaps have one player in your team who, who you don't require to track back or press. But So it's between him and Mkhitaryan. And yeah, and, Emery's, and Emery's Emery. gone Mkhitaryan because he's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess. Uh, but, but he's... Mesut so much more inventive, so much more creative. Oh, he's a lovely player. Mourinho used to talk about how he could tell, uh, he could turn his back to a Real Madrid training session and from Mm. the sound of the ball being kicked, he could tell you when Ozil had touched the ball. Like, Mm. you know, he used to say that Ozil made a purer contact noise. And I actually, before he moved to Arsenal, was a big fan of Ozil. And in that Mourinho team, when Mourinho somehow got him to work really, really hard, which he did, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No, one, no one thought, you know, in that season when they, you know, broke the La Liga points record that, that Meza Ozil was lazy. He did have to come off all the time. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. watching their games. He used to have to come off after 65, 70 minutes because he couldn't do it for 90. Mm-hmm. Um, and perhaps he feels that he's done that for two, three years or whatever he's done it for and he doesn't want to do it anymore. I don't, I don't know. But I know, man, I've watched Arsenal games and it's just, <sighs> he's, he's late. It's, it's a shame because he a, um, he's a very good footballer. I almost said he's a beautiful footballer, but a man with eyes that large cannot be considered beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. We'll move on from that then. Mate, um, what do well, you feel I, about it? What, I mean, what do you feel about it? Would you like no, him no, to no. stay in the Premier I, League? Would you like him to go elsewhere? I'm, I'm, I'm not sort of all non-fussed, I guess, in many sort of ways. I like football. I love football. I love beautiful football. And he supplies beautiful football whenever I, I watch him. Um, but, it's, you know, football is so much more than that nowadays. You know, it's about, it, it really is, it is about the team ethic. So if he's not pulling his weight, what, what gets me is these players earn so much money and they're they're playing a game that millions of us would love to be you know playing we'd love to be in their shoes if i was there i surely at the age of 29 i mean i'm thinking back to when i was 29 a long time ago a while ago now um i i I did i would have been i would have been realizing that i've only got another two to three years left of, of of a career in this in this wonderful game put everything into it surely everything um, maybe maybe he doesn't love it mate 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 imagine for a moment yeah, you were yeah. really really good at baseball 
right? You don't give a shit about baseball. You don't care. But imagine you were really, really good at it and someone paid you a lot of money to do it, but yep. you didn't really want to work hard. Right. Yeah. That's, Fair I enough. think that's where Meza Ozil finds himself, perhaps. Yeah. 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 Perhaps, perhaps his, uh, his true calling in life was a um, uh, uh, male prostitution. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, I yeah. don't know. It, yeah, it's no. whatever he wants. I mean, it, it, that's not the point, right? The point is it could be anything else. Yeah, my analogy so, was based around baseball. I don't know if you brought right, okay. prostitution into it. You that's what I mean. my I just... name on the running order. <laughs> it's just whatever he wants, you know? There we go. Um, well, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's interesting, interesting that we've obviously gone on to, to Ozil because... Uh, and, and talked a little bit about the, uh, you know, the transfers coming up and everything, because trans the transfer window is obviously coming up. And this has got to be a little bit of a highlight of, uh, of the football season, isn't it, really? Midway point, transfer season, uh, transfer window reopens uh, again. Although, I don't know why, but like, I get the feeling that you, in particular, are not as excited about the transfer window as you once were. Well, because I've forgotten what it is. <laughs> After the last one, I've forgotten what happens in a transfer window. <laughs> and, uh, and whether or not they'll actually go out and get someone as well. Um, we do no. need a new tea lady. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. That one's, that's okay. In demand. Uh, yeah. With the tr transfer window coming out now, I've been sort of looking at some of the players and everything. Uh, to me, I can't really, I don't know. I think the Premier League is, is so fantastic at the moment. So amazing at the moment that I can't really think of anyone in particular that I would really like to see. I mean, if we talk about the big guns at the top, the Messi's and the Ronaldo's and the Neymar's and the Mbappe's and stuff, they're not going to come anyway, so let's just mm. forget about them, right? So who, who else? Who, who's, who could possibly well, come to the Well, there's talk of Isco. Because Isco All right. has fallen, fallen out with everybody at Real Madrid, including the Real Madrid <laughs> fans. Mm -hmm. uh, Real, Real Madrid fans want, want rid of him. Isco could be City, I've heard, touted. Mm -hmm, and it mm -hmm. would mean that he would be in the Premier League and the, uh, the, the song, he is, uh, you know, the disco song, but with Isco. I don't know. Ah. You know the song. He is D-I-S-C. I don't know how you'd do it. You'd have to drop the D somehow. He is, yeah, because you'd have to start with the I, wouldn't you? Or maybe he is I, ba -dum, ba -dum, boom. but maybe he is, is D E I C O. Well, maybe. Okay. Maybe he could be persuaded to just put a D. What's his first name, Isco? Uh, that's a good question. Is it? If it's David, then just then put D perfect. dot Isco. Yeah, yeah, no, he's, he'd be in there. If I were he? Pep Guardiola, um, I'd be working really hard on how we can get D on the front of his shirt. Uh, here we go. His, his full name is Francisco Roman Alarcón Suárez. There's not a single so, D in there. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be. So Isco is short for his first name, which is Francisco. So it would be F. Fisco. Fuck. <laughs> he is F. Dream ruined. Fuck off, Isco. I don't care. <laughs> Oi, Fisco. Frisco. His name's Frisco. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we should put on the back of his shirt when he comes over you can play in the Premier League mate everyone hates you over in Spain alright you can play in the Premier League but this is the condition you have to put Frisco on the back no of nicknames. your no nicknames no nicknames what's, what's his actual okay. surname Suarez mate oh bad omen oh. 
Um, mate, I like Isco, uh, so I think he'd be very good. But I was under the impression that he was on his way to uh, Juventus. But um, I don't know. Well, possibly, Maybe not. That would make more sense because Ma- what Manchester City need now is another tiny diminutive Spanish player. <laughs> they don't have enough of those. No, I think they've identified, if anything, uh, that they need a cover for, for Fernandinho, don't they? That's, and I think that's why they were going for... Yes. Um, uh, uh, what's his what's his name, fellow who went to Chelsea in the end? So, um, uh, you Jorginho. Help me out on that one, that's the one. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, no, they haven't uh, obviously got that one there. Um, I don't know any uh, anyone else who would you like to see at Tottenham, mate? Who would you like to see at Tottenham? Who would I like to see at Tottenham? I'll take anyone. <laughs> I mean, literally <laughs> anyone. An addition would be nice. I'm at the point and where I take um I take um what's his face from Villa Grealish. Like Grealish, I would. I would. Mate, Jamie Bollard, bring him back. <laughs> yeah, I love him. Mate, like, because you've got, uh, uh, we touched on it very quickly, you've got Sonny, Sonny going, leaving, haven't you? So, uh, only Sonny is off. three games, though. It's only three. Is games. it only three? Oh, Just, right. okay. I'm thinking not... of it as an injury. All right, yeah, he's got a, he's got a calf injury. There we go. They're, they're for three injured. games, starting for yeah. the week after next. All right. Does that include the uh, FA Cup? Yeah, so he's going to miss the... No, he's staying until the United game and then he misses... Oh, three Premier League games. Three okay. Premier League games in a fourth round if we make it that far. Mm, all right, okay. All right. Uh, well, uh, it, it almost seems like you could possibly do with somebody to come in there, but obviously you've got Lamella sitting in the ranks there. So, uh, uh, and, we need uh, a central having... midfielder because Dembele's old. And Dyer's had mm-hmm. his appendix out, so <laughs> Dyer's should he should be back soon though. After surely appendixes, appendices, appendices. Well, Sergio Ramos famously made like a what was it like a seven day recovery or something because he's Sergio Ramos. I get the there feeling Sergio Ramos went into the prison, went into the prison, sorry, went into the hospital <laughs> and and removed his own appendix. <laughs> Oi, stitch me up, mate. <laughs> I've already no, done it. Fuck it, I'll do it myself. I'll stitch myself yeah. up. Bring me whiskey. Sergio, Sergio, we have a four-hour wait for the appendix. Nah, nah, I ain't waiting. Sergio <laughs> does not wait. Here we go. Hang on a second. I'll take it out myself. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Right, uh, and uh, obviously, on, on the case of transfers, we've got Nazri's coming back as well. Thank God Nasri. for that. Mate, Wasn't he banned for Coke? Hang yes, on, I believe it was. It was Lots Coke, of it. was it? It was. <laughs> it was. It was no, no small amount either. I think it was quite, quite a hefty amount because he got banned for like two years or something. Uh, then he gained an awful amount of weight. Do you, you see some of the photos that went around? He was no. uh, looking like Maradona. And, uh, yeah, and he got rid of, it seems to have got rid of all of that. Um, I like the photo shoot that they've had uh, uh, to introduce him uh, uh, to coming back to, um, uh, to Premier League football. He doesn't seem all that pleased if you have a look at the photos. He seems a bit kind of, <laughs> Oh, it's kind of, like when Aaron Lennon signed for Everton. Do you remember those? Was it? Oh, he's like, oh, oh bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> this is I'm really because I had to. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Mate, kill me now. No, 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 no. You really, you need to go and see it. You need to go and have a look at the, uh, at the Samir Nasri uh, uh, photos. Um, I'm having a little look now. Where are we? Yeah, have, have a little look. He, he looks a bit kind of, he's like, 
it looks like he's still on coke, to be honest, a little bit. But he's coming down from it. Oh, he's, yeah, yeah, that, that smile is definitely affected. Yeah. <laughs> Something's gone on there. I have no idea. It's bizarre. But, mate, Sam is back. He's actually made, uh, um, he's made 215 appearances in the Premier League, uh, uh, both for Arsenal and for City, uh, before... Oh, yeah, um, he was for Arsenal, the, didn't he? Yes, yes, started there. He was one of those, uh, one of those ones that made that exodus with, um, uh, with, with the Nabry and, not Nabry, sorry, Clichy and who else? Oh, there's a couple of others. Did he win, did he win the league with City during the uh, Aguero? <laughs> yeah, I think he, no, did he leave the season before? Ah, oh, I can't remember. Oh, gosh. He may have left the season before uh, he did, but, um, I think he, but was he was definitely team, wasn't he? I think he was he, or maybe he joined late. I th- I think because City won it under um, Mancini, which was the Aguero season, <laughs> and uh, they also won it under Pellegrini, which everyone forgets, right? Including yes. me, when yes. Mourinho was like, "I have won three more titles," and everyone, and you're like, "Pep," and who's the other one? Uh, anyway, oh. That was the season, the Stevie Gerrard slip season. Aha, yes. Uh, which we'll probably see again this year, by the way. Uh, Stevie um, Gerrard slipping. <laughs> no, hey. it'll be Van Dyke this time, though. So uh, that'll be No, it. no, no, no. no Denver Bar will steal in. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> mate, Liverpool yeah. fans, mate, we should perhaps take a break and preview that game. But Liverpool fans will know for sure that things look bad when Gerrard's in their lineup and Denver Bar's in cities. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. Let's take a breather. We'll be back shortly to uh, preview and review the rest of the Premier League. I love the eagles. On a dark desert highway, cool wind in my hair. Warm smell of clitus, rising up through the air. Up ahead in the distance, I saw a part two. Alright, welcome back to part two of the uh, Born Offside podcast that just keeps on loving and giving and giving and loving. Mate, China. Um, uh, mate, yeah, hello. China. What? <laughs> me, what, as in me old China. No, Denver Bar is in China. <laughs> right, okay. Bring him back. He's right. only 33. Yeah, there you go. Look, he doesn't have to play. Just bring him into the stands. You know, just, just, have, just have him watching. Have, like Pep Guardiola, get on the phone. Get, <laughs> get down there, it'll put the shitters right up Liverpool. Denver <laughs> Bar on the bench. I'm telling you now. Jeez, it'll work. It really would. Um, mate, we've got uh, uh, a, a full case of Premier League to come. Other than the three matches that obviously happened today, uh, Tottenham, well, Cardiff nil, Tottenham three, uh, Arsenal four, Fulham one, and Everton nil. Jamie Vardy, the Rats one. Now, um, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but uh, Jamie Vardy scored a, a pretty sort of usual kind of goal, uh, stealing in, uh, um, or they slipped him in, not stealing in. Stealing. He does do Jamie it. Jamie Vardy. Yeah, it was Jamie Vardy. Stolen 
and uh, uh, they slipped him in round the back and uh, and he just slipped one down under the keeper one nil and then off he went and he he does he does this double triple bacon flip somersault celebration uh, uh, which I thought uh, was um, uh, sort of reserved for the uh, for the Olympics during the athletics uh, uh, gymnastics uh, uh, things but uh, he did very very well I thought with that celebration it was absolutely fantastic because he landed on both feet and uh, and I think uh, we have to give him something in the region of 10.0 um, well done, Jamie Vardy, for that one. Arsenal smashed uh, past Fulham 4-1. No real surprise there, is there, really? Uh, we're looking at Fulham. Ranieri is not going to be able to save them, is he? Uh, the way they're doing? It's, it's, no. No, I don't. So, so we've got Huddersfield, Fulham. Are we saying Cardiff are going are gonna to make it? Are we Burnley? Is it going to be Burnley? Southampton? Mate, it's not going to be Southampton, that's for on sure. A, on a rival podcast... And by the way, I thought we were previewing Man City Liverpool. But anyway, we'll, we'll do this now. Um, <laughs> uh, on a rival podcast, uh, the idea was floated because you know you have this thing about 40 points. Yeah. Oh, yes. That, the, you know, 40 points is the mark you look to get to in order to be safe. But in actual fact, other than that year that the West Ham team with De Canio and Carrick and Defoe and all oh, of yes. that, they, they went down on 42. But other than that, mm. what you actually need is around 37, 38 to stay up for sure. So, mm. so this particular journalist floated the idea of let's have that 40 points barrier and say, mm. if you don't get to 40, you go down. And even if that's like 10 teams, who are all <laughs> 39, you all go down. <laughs> and I like that oh, idea. I like that. I like that. That's great. <laughs> And none of the goal different stuff either, right? So uh, no, 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 no. But hmm. man, if everyone gets above forty, no one goes down. Fair enough. All right, okay. But is is that possible for everybody to get above forty? I guess mathematically it would be, yeah. wouldn't it? Because uh, yeah, yeah, it would just mean a much closer Premier League. Uh, uh, I, I mean, you know, you, you wouldn't have a top six or something. Well, it also that. might force them to not shut up shop. Right, and also mm. it might make the you know the last third of the year extremely exciting. <laughs> Mate, I really like that. Gosh, that's a great one. Could Although it up. might lead, it might lead to some teams getting to forty points, say around February, and then doing yes. fuck all, <laughs> and then and because they can't actually reach, they can't win either. Yeah. So that would yeah yeah you're right yeah yeah they'd end up sort of not doing anything at all. Would they? Yeah, yeah. Fielding juniors. There you go. I'll go and play for him for a little while. That'll be fun. Yeah, um, yeah. no, I like that idea. That's, uh, that's a good one. Let's see, if it, uh, let's see if it works. Don't think it will, but let's see if it does. Cardiff nil, Tottenham three. Mate, I know you watched this match. Uh, uh, just give us a quick, uh, a quick rundown and then we'll move on to uh, the big one. Cardiff are very bad at football. Tottenham mm-hmm. are quite good. Mm. That was it. I mean, ugh. oh, well, okay, I mean, right. Thank you Harry, very much. Harry, Harry Kane scored one of his favourite goals, where the defender kicked it against him, and it went in. Oh, um, he loves them. He, it, loves, oh, he them. loves them. He does love them. Uh, Ericsson <laughs> uh, sent the goalkeeper the wrong way, and then Sonny would put someone put the ball between someone's legs, and that was what twenty-five minutes in, and the rest of it was not really worth watching. To be terribly honest, right. we brought okay. we brought on a fella called Skip. Oh yes, I've, yeah. He's it's not that's not his first game though, is it? He's uh, no, he's played a couple. Of, he's played a couple of matches, but um, uh, skip to the end. Uh, uh, it's probably it was probably the message. Yeah, 
That was the one. Mate, must be great being in that dressing room. Love it. Oh, wait, right, skip. Skip. <laughs> skip. Um, tomorrow we also have uh, a number of uh, matches going on as well, uh, which we will preview uh, towards the end of this show. But, mate, let's just jump straight over uh, to the big one. It is Manchester City against Liverpool. Mate, what are mate. you going to be doing during this one? What's, uh, Rubbing what's my thighs <laughs> in anticipation. Mate, what oh. is, the, is the record record score draw in the Premier League is 5-5, five, five, right? I don't think there's ever yes. been a 6-6, six, six, has there? I don't think there has, no. No, I don't think there has. What's the highest scoring game? Is it like that 7-4 or something? Ooh, possibly, yes. Um, or unless you're going for like a... Have we had like a 10-1 or something? Well, or well, well we beat Wigan 9-1, but 7-4 is 10. 11 goals, 9-1 is 11. Like a 10-2. Have we had a 10-2? Let me look it up. All right. Okay. Um, anyway, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> you, oh, man. You reckon... Yes. The, the, sorry. Sorry. The highest scoring game of all time was when Portsmouth beat Reading 7-4. It was 7-4. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. In September Good 2007. And that was the game where, I th- yeah, so basically Portsmouth won 7-4. Uh, mm-hmm. and, then, and then Reading were involved in the second highest scoring game of all time, which was a 6-4, when Tottenham Ooh. beat them 6-4, also in 2007. Bloody hell. Reading was shipping goals that year. Um, <laughs> then, there's the top, then there's the Tottenham-Wigan 9-1, the United-Arsenal 8-2. Remember that? Mm, how could I forget? Arsenal, <laughs> Arsenal beat Newcastle 7-3 in 2012. Mm. I don't remember that. Uh, West Ham, uh, sorry, West Brom, Man U, 5 all. Oh, Southampton beat mm-hmm. Norwich 5-4 in 1994. Mm-hmm. Mate, name wow. me, name me the, the Southampton scorers. For which one, sorry? So, in, on the 9th of April, 1994. Hello, everyone who's listening. Yes, we are covering a game from 1994. <laughs> Norwich City hosted Southampton. Yeah. Southampton won the game 5-4. All right. Okay. Name Jim me. Ma- Jim Magilton? No. Damn. All right. Okay. I mean, was Matt Letizia in there? Yes. Letizia's got yes, two, two of your five. He's got two. He's got two. Uh, am I going to put Igor Ostenstad in there? You are, but he's not the scorer. Marian Pahaz. No. No. Is it Alan Shearer? No. Bees, it would have been, Shearer would have been. Awesome. I'm trying to work out. So it looks like Chris Sutton was playing in this game. Oh, oh but he was Norwich. Yeah, yeah. So he scored two of Norwich's yeah. goals. So it looks, it looks like Norwich's goals were Robbins, Goss, and two for Sutton. Mm-hmm. Like yours were an Ullathorne own goal. There's got to be an own goal in one of those games, isn't there? Always. Two, Oh, sorry, a hat-trick for Latiss. Ah, there we go. So um, that only leaves one. J- oh, Ken Moncow. Ken Moncow, bring him on. Probably a thumping header from a corner. God, oh, love it. He didn't have many brains in there, did Ken? 90, so, 90th minute winner. Looks like Moncow got the winner. It got looks the like winner. It, it looks like it was Latiss four, uh, Norwich four. And, <laughs> uh, and then Moncow steps up and uh, nods one in. 
Love it. And this was at the Dell, of course. No, no, this was at Norwich. Oh, no. This was at Norwich, at Carrow Road. Good Lord. You were 3-0 th- down. Jeez. Now, 1994, <laughs> so I was what a game actually... this was. Sorry, I you was were 3-0 down. You came back to win 5-4. Wow. I was, I was still in Portugal at this time, 1994, I believe. And I was just moving to Southampton uh, uh, at this point in time. So uh, interesting. Uh, have I been Southampton? Anyway, all right. Well, well there you go. Matt Letizia was always going to be on, on the cars there for that Mate, one. My point, he? my elongated round the houses point being that I expect Where are we? City <laughs> Liverpool coming the day after tomorrow, 2019. Yep. I expect City Liverpool to break that 11 goal uh, scoring record. Oh I expect 12 goals in the game. And if I get any less, I will be dissatisfied. <laughs> Mate, it is going to be an absolutely incredible football match. There is little, little doubt. 12 guards, um, 12, go- 12 goals, two 12 red goals. cards, uh, <laughs> Pep and Klopp in some kind of emotional embrace. Uh, oh, even not, maybe not even a, a high five. No, no. Like you know when Klopp and Sari had that discussion about how much yes. they love football. I want yes. like Klopp and 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 um, uh, Guardiola, uh, Guardiola yep. to like coach each other's players. Like mm-hmm. I want Pep to start <laughs> it. I want Pep to like go over to Salah and go make that run from inside, and then Klopp to go. Hey, what? Hang on. He's he's coaching my players. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I will coach. I will coach Laporte. Uh, Sterling. <laughs> Sterling. No one, <laughs> no one can coach Sterling. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, them to coach oh. each other's players, high five each other at points when we break the goal scoring record somewhere, <laughs> somewhere early in the second half. And um, oh, it should be, it should be great, shouldn't it? It probably well, be nil all. The last game was nil all. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Well, Man-, Man City obviously on the back of uh, uh, of their, uh, yeah, ex- probably extremely fortunate victory uh, down at St Mary's. <laughs> was it? Uh, was it? <laughs> um, I mean, they were fortunate in that they were playing against Southampton. Um, uh, <laughs> <that> was, <laughs> Imagine uh, getting down there and realizing that's who you're playing. Oh, ah, oh, oh, oh. Well, that's fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky, I thought it was thought it was going to be Real Madrid. We've done that for ourselves, <laughs> and it was. Uh, and um, mate, I don't know if you saw it or not. Just just going on to that Southampton match, uh, it was uh, Charlie Austin got substituted halfway through, and um, uh, did a, did a, a nice little a little little V sign to supporters as he was being subbed off. Mate, Charlie Austin never fails to uh, uh, to get in the headlines. It's a we'll joke. It's a joke. Oh my goodness! Oh bloody joke. He's definitely going to get. It's such. I, 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 honestly, officially now think he is a dick. Okay, he is a dick. He's complete. Like you know. Oh, you think that was a joke, mate? When Hasenhutl came in, I thought he had a game or two where I thought, "Wow, has he really changed his song? You know, has he really done it?" No, uh, you, you, you can take the uh, take the Austin out of Charlie. We can't take Charlie out of Austin. Anyway, he's a dick. He's an idiot. And I think he was putting a V sign up to Southampton supporters, actually, who were booing him as he was coming off uh, because he didn't perform very well at all uh, for this game. So, um, uh, you know, and I I thought that they they had, uh, 
Man City had one particular move, one move in particular that I thought was absolutely tremendous. And I'm not sure if you saw this or not, but it was it was a chance where where they, you know, Mares was set free to um, uh, to to sprint down the right hand side, and and he really should have done better. He went for goal in the end, but he um, uh, he shot it wide. But mate, the move, the build up. It all started around the back with Edison, and Edison got about three or four touches, one one touch passes, uh, with a couple of different players, and it was just, I mean, they were just toying with the Southampton strikers up front, you know, and it was it was just unbelievable how cool, how calm Edison was uh, uh, in goal. This kid is just on another level. He really is on another level, and uh, and Allison actually. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw a, a beautiful pass that he made um, against Arsenal, uh, which uh, I'm not sure if it led to a goal, but it was, no, it didn't lead to a goal, but it was very, very close on. Alisson is also playing amazingly as well. So we've got two fantastic goalkeepers at the top of their game, uh, both around 25 years old, which is really refreshing to see as well, these keepers at this sort of age. And two teams which are really at the top of their, their game. It, I know you want a high scoring game, but it's going to, you know, they, they can't because the defences are so good, right? Surely this is not going to be a high-scoring game at all. You know, it's going to be good point. one or two, you know, maximum, really, one nil. But, God, right, I don't know. Let's, I don't know. Real, let's get to the real point. If Liverpool go there and win, which they did in the Champions yes. League last year, they've, yeah, won yep. the they've won the title, haven't they? I don't think so. I don't think so. I know that a lot of Ten people are looking at it. It's clear. Yeah, yeah, ten points clear. I mean, how point? How many points clear were they when they lost it to Man United that season? At this point in time, they, no, it was no. about ten points clear as well. Well, no, the record is is Newcastle's twelve. Uh-huh. Right? So it's doable, but ten points Mate, clear. And um, is there not a a damning statistic uh, that every team, apart from two teams? who have been top at Christmas have gone on to win the Premier League. It's and something those like two that. Teams, yeah. Those two teams are Liverpool. No, one of them is definitely Keegan's Newcastle. Is it? Yeah, for sure. No. Keegan's Newcastle were top at Christmas by 12 points and, and lost the league. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the sound um, you can hear, ladies and gentlemen, is Jason typing things into a computer. Ty- <laughs> no, because I was pretty sure that Liverpool were one of them. Maybe there's been three then, uh, because I was pretty sure that Liverpool were, were there twice. Uh, and, uh, and yes, and unfortunately didn't make it. But anyway, they're there. Uh, so, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I can't sit. I, I, when I watched Manchester City against Southampton and I watched the way that they played... The, way, the, the thing that I was thinking was that could this be the beginning of, uh, um, you know, a different style, new style of, of play, which is taking over the Premier League, which is this kind of Klopp-esque, heavy metal kind of style. And Hasenhutl now bringing it to Southampton as well. High press, up the field, make sure that the defence is nice and high, up as well. And if you've got the quality of players up front to be able to do this, you know, this, this, is the, this is the way to play now. This is the way to go. If but Guardiola's Klopp, way is, well, if is Klopp totally plays heavy metal, Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry, I think you're about to make this point. But if Klopp is heavy metal, what kind of music is Pep Guardiola? Mate, he is... He's classical, classical. isn't he? Yeah. He's, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Rammstein yeah. versus Bach. 
<laughs> it's it's Def Leppard versus Beethoven. I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> oh dear, mate! It's it. Whatever it is, it, it is going to be an absolutely fantastic. Who's Daft uh, Punk? Ooh, ah, shit. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> <laughs> no, mate. <laughs> I'd like it to be Southampton, but I don't think it is. No, Mate, no. Dark Punk. I think it's, it's oh, Aussie Ardelis. Watford. <laughs> is it? Oh. oh, Watford's good. I but, think it might be Watford. Because they're, they're, they're unpredictable, Dark Punk, you know, but they do like to go out and party. So, uh, you know, and <laughs> yeah. they do enjoy a good, you know, let's go out and have a good time. But Mate, next, next week, week, they just did. The entire Premier League as, as music types. All right, let's do it. Beautiful. <laughs> Mate, it's uh, it's it's going to be an an immense game. I think uh, uh, if, but but I, I know what you're saying. If 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 Liverpool win it, then surely it's over. You would imagine because there's something different, different a little bit different about this Liverpool team, isn't there? This year that uh, uh, that, that just seems different from the last Liverpool teams that have been in these kinds of positions, the Gerrard uh, uh, team, and uh, uh, you know the. Uh, they just seem to have a little bit more about them, you know, a little bit more. And, uh, and uh, that more might very well be Van Dyke, uh, who, of course, yeah, again, Southampton. God damn it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Wait, so does that mean we kind of want City to win? Yes, we do. <laughs> well, no. You were very quick on that. Hang on. <laughs> I mean, for, for, for it to be a title race and for it to be enjoyable, I, I must admit, I don't like how people have been going, uh, you know, because there's been a lot of fun been made out of, of, of Tottenham's uh, uh, campaign as well, suddenly, you know, that one day they're suddenly touted as, you know, they're in second. And they're not by me. I was no, on this very podcast and I said, we are not in a title race. We won't do anything. And then when we proceed to not do anything, I get to say that I was correct. So up yours, world. I told you. That you, were, you were also... You were also damning football itself uh, once that did actually happen. So, I, think, mate, I think the world right. was, was my exact <laughs> phrasing. I think my exact phrasing may have been, fuck the oh, world. Oh, yes, it was. Thank you very yes, much. it was. Uh, <laughs> um, mate, so do we want a yeah. title race? Is that what we want? Or do we want Liverpool to win the title? Yeah, of course. No, no, no. We want a title race. No, I don't, no we want a title race. We want it to be close. Uh, then we want to win. <sighs> Look, I, I don't, I don't. Mate, you can't. You're finding it hard, aren't you? Because you either support the team that that that. Um, yeah, I'm going to use the word raped. Raped you of all of your players, or <laughs> you're going. No, no, sorry, that, I shouldn't use that word. And that's it. They they took all of your players, and, you. and your other choice is to support a Pep Guardiola team who's Spanish, and therefore you yes. hate them. So true. Like between your xenophobia and your bitterness, <laughs> you're finding it difficult to support either, aren't you? Mate, you know what it makes it even worse is that Tottenham are in third. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get any better. Who's for Chelsea? Chelsea. Oh, oh God. You have such a soft spot for Chelsea. Um, <laughs> All it needs is Man United to be in there to finish off the bloody puzzle. Mate, it's not nice for me up there. It really is not. Those uh, uh, dizzy height teams uh, are pissing me off and they've pissed me off for a very large period of time. Um, I, I love beautiful football. 
I do want to see Guardiola stay one more season. Although, this is, you know, there's a lot of talk about the curse of the three-year curse of of Mourinho. Uh, Guardiola has it in that he, he often leaves after three to four seasons once he's won that second time, doesn't he, as well? Well, he's, uh, he did three years, sorry, four at Barcelona, three at Munich. He only ever yeah. had a three-year contract at Munich, and he said, I'm just doing three years here. But mm. he extended it. He won twice. He well, they won, they won the Bundesliga all three years, didn't they? But they all three, went, that's right. But all three years, they went out in the semis of the Champions League. Oh, hang um, on. Didn't, didn't Klopp do him? In the, in the league? No. The last year no. that he was there before he moved to Liverpool? No. No. All oh, right, okay. Um, I, I, he definitely beat Bayern Munich, didn't he? I think that's... Yeah, his, but his, that's uh, pre-Guardiola pre Bayern Munich. All oh, right. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Um, mate, like, there, there is something. Like, if Guardiola wins this, this season, I could see him leaving. You know, I could see him going... Uh, you know, he what? extended to me in the summer, so I think he might stay because all of his mates are there and they give him a big pile of money. <laughs> all right, okay. One more season then, at least. I think um, I feel like maybe the Man City owners have promised to win Catalan independence. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what they might have promised him. <laughs> stay with us, mate. We'll and you won't have to yet. wear that yellow ribbon anymore because we'll sort <laughs> it all out. All right. Okay. Well, mate, I think uh, I think we've done uh, pretty well uh, with this. Um, mate, should we take a, a short breather and come back and uh, uh, finish up talking games. about? Uh, yeah, preview preview all the other games, and uh, I think that'll probably be a, a, a bit of a good idea. Let's do that. Short break. We'll be right back. Cause I got a peaceful, easy feeling, and I know you won't let me down. Cause I'm already standing on part three. Welcome back to part three uh, of Born Offside. Remember to subscribe to uh, our podcast here and give us a Leave like. us a review. It's Leave us a review. Good. Yeah, we're very curious about what you actually think. Um, uh, <laughs> are we? Yeah, I guess yes. we are. We don't want our hearts broken at the same time. Positive. Although, <laughs> we don't actually care too Leave much. us a five-star review. Mate. Tomorrow, in the oh. FA Women's National League in Southern Premier Division, it's Gillingham Ladies against Cardiff Ladies. Now, um, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting because uh, the word ladies is after both uh, those teams' names. Uh, and it makes me almost think that uh, there's going to be lots of, uh, uh, lots of ladies uh, uh, out there, as in, I'm a lady. Uh, yeah, and, it should uh, be women, yeah. shouldn't it? It's, yeah, it's kind of weird. Or even not at all. You know, or yeah. FC, you know, or like, um, I don't know, something, maybe if Gillingham's already FC, they could call themselves WC, women. No. W for women's, F for fuck off. I have no idea. All right. I, I don't know, but just change it. So they said I'm women's ladies, but anyway, there you go. Um, also tomorrow, we are having a fun packed Premier League, uh, six matches worth. Uh, uh, in there, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna review them very very quickly, mate. Let's uh, let's pre- sorry preview them very quickly. Let's start with the, the 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 match of all matches, the one where if there were eagles, there would be eagles. Uh, yet they're not uh, because of the fantastic fearness. Crystal Palace. <laughs> well, because because Crystal Palace is the eagles. Aren't Stop they? it! 
Leave it. Yes, they are the Eagles, but that's not what I'm talking about here. Mate, Chelsea. Imagine if Wolves <laughs> got out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mate, that would be good. That really. <laughs> Mascots, here we go. Oi, do, do, uh, do, do teams that go to away matches, do they bring their mascots with them? Um, and if so, have we seen any mascot fights? I was, I was looking it up a little bit earlier, trying to see whether or not there was any mascot fights about. But there doesn't seem to be any in, uh, 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 for the Premier League. There's plenty of them uh, uh, for uh, um, NFL uh, uh, things over in the States, but there's nothing really in the Premier League. Can you think of any mascots? Uh, do, 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 like, would Crystal Palace be able to take their mascot over to, uh, uh, to Wolves tomorrow, for example? Yes. They should oh, bring their eagle with them and see it take on the wolf. <laughs> all right, sounds good. All right, then. You spoiled it all for me. And uh, let's, re let's start by previewing uh, that match, shall we? Wolves versus Crystal Palace. Mate, what have we got here? Oh, Wolves broke my heart just two days ago. Crystal Palace scored the greatest goal the Premier League has seen <laughs> just the other day. I'm, I mean... I feel like Wolves are one of those teams that do well against the big teams. They took points off us. They took points off Chelsea. They take points off City. Mm -hmm. I feel though they might come unstuck against Roy. Uh, mm -hmm. By the way, Roy, congrats on making it to 2019. Roy, hey. <laughs> Roy has chosen didn't. life. <laughs> we didn't have you there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's good. Good that you made it, mate. He well done. We're, we're happy. Poor Roy Hodgson. Isn't Warnock yeah. older than him? Anyway. Um. <laughs> I don't think so, mate. I don't think anyone's older than Roy. Anyone. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I, I'm going to put this as a one-all. Oh, all right. Okay. That's rather drab and boring. I, I think Wolves An are going to do An exciting one-all. Uh, a never-edged blockbuster from 40 yards and a Milovojevic, I can't say his name, penalty. Ah, always a Milivojevic penalty. Unless it's a Zaza trickery smash into the top left corner. Or a Townsend uh, blockbuster, but we've had that. Mate, there won't be another one. No, we're not, having, we're not having another one of them. God. Be nice, though. Uh, one all, yeah, fair enough. I'm, I'm going to go for a Wolves 2-0 win. I think, I think they've got too much about them to, uh, uh, to be worried about Crystal Palace. But, mate, the one, the game that we've all been waiting for at the bridge, it's Chelsea versus Southampton. What are we going for? Oh, um, the Rabbit Hutch versus, uh, versus Sari. Um, I was trying to think what Sari translated to. Does it translate to anything, Sari? Nah, I don't think so. Uh, uh, not that I know of anyway, but uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I should imagine they'll, they'll tonk you. Yes, thank you very much. Sari doesn't mean anything, according to Googles. Um, oh. All right, then. They'll tonk us. It's quite really? painful, actually. You've yeah, given up on that rather easy. Um, no, look, I, I'm, I'm, again, hopeful. I, I was a bit disappointed with the Man City performance. I thought we, we, we didn't do too badly. We were resilient and we were getting, fighting, we are getting in there. But we've lost Heubjerg again to a stupid where's red he, Where's card. he gone? Oh, he's gone, he's, he's gone ballistic. He's gone AWOL. <laughs> he's, he's gone... Gone to town. I could but, just uh, imagine like Hassenhuller doing like an old-fashioned roll call. You know when like you went on a school trip and you, everyone gave you a number, like your teacher gave you a number and then the teacher would go roll call it. And if you were one, you'd go one. And then the kid who was called two would go two. I could just imagine like Hassenhuller going, okay, roll call. 
one. And then Charlie Austin, two. And then uh, Shane Long, three. And then Hoiberg is four. And there's no four. Because you're... <laughs> Where's Hoiberg again? We can never play this game. All right? We can never do it. He's always missing. We always stupid. get stuck at four. <sighs> Charlie Austin, it's a joke. It's a joke, it's a joke. It was like, it's my favorite game, yeah? It's my favorite one. I brought it, I did this one at Leipzig and we won the league. We almost won the league, you know? So, you know, all right, that's my German impression. Um, I, I reckon, I reckon we'll, yeah, I was, yeah, but he was in Germany for me. Yeah, good years. German impression. Anyway, uh, they're all the same. Um, uh, <laughs> it's my our Austrian listeners, gone. Listen, um, <laughs> it was Ralph himself. Mate, like, uh, I, I've still got wonderful memories of, of our pounding 3-1 win uh, when Koeman was still with us. Uh, uh, Graciano Pele scoring the last one of a beautiful... We, we went one nil down. Mate, he's gone to China, he's gone to China. But we'd have him back. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'd have him back, but oh, he's a bit old now. I think he's 31, 32, but... Anyway, uh, Graziano, uh, yeah, has given us great memories over there. And I just, I don't know, I just, I just hope that we're able to at least sort of hold on for a draw. I, th- I think a draw would be, would be really good for us, obviously. But, uh, but no, I think, I think you're, you're right. It's a Chelsea win on this one. But I'm not going to predict a score, a score for it. Um, mate, the battle at the bottom. Huddersfield versus Burnley. Ah, this will be uh, an interesting one. Do you think... Do you think uh, indeed. Do you think Huddersfield will... Uh, uh, because I, I, I feel bad for Huddersfield, mate. They're rock bottom with 10 points, mate. 10. Uh, I mean, uh, Liverpool got 54. Uh, it's a lot <laughs> more than 10. It's a lot more than 10. And if, uh, if uh, uh, we're talking about halfway through the season, and if you're going to double the points that you've got, mate, Huddersfield are on course for 20 points uh, by the end of the season. That's not so good. it's not good. Uh, so I, d- I don't know how it, it, they're going to salvage this. Mate, could, Ven- could Wagner lose his job? I mean, no. Uh, I, I, I don't, don't know anyone else who they could get to step in to save them, really. It's, it's surely it's, it's, it's doom and gloom now, isn't it? It's over. Uh, well, yes. Sorry. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to... No. <laughs> All right. How does Lord Burnley? Quick prediction, please. Go for it. A very, very nil all. All right. Nil very, nil for that one. Very nil nil. <laughs> Extremely nil nil. West Ham versus Brighton. West Ham at home at the, uh, the City of London Stadium, which they so like. And to call um, it. Philip yeah. Anderson on form. Yeah, bloody hell. Ugh. That's what I need. Yes, Felipe, yeah, Felipe Anderson doing extremely well with those two goals against Southampton. Thank you very much. Um, and uh, yeah, he really is. He's if he plays, they win. Yeah, in all in all probability. I feel like West Ham, Everton, and um, Leicester are now thoroughly mid-table. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Watford's in there. Um, yeah. 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 So and Four, so maybe two. I think Bournemouth are going to suffer. I think they are. I, I, yeah. I think it's going to be, you know, Bournemouth and Brighton, I don't think are going are gonna to be able to, uh, to keep up with the mid-table uh, sort of battle that, that is going on there. We've got, we've got Leicester Wolves, Watford, Everton and West Ham uh, in there. So, uh, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, in all likelihood. But mate, 
Prediction, West Ham, what? 3-0, Brighton, 3-1? 3-1. 3-1, alright. Me too, 3-1. I'm going for a 3-1. Boring old me. Wolves versus Crystal Palace. Uh, now, this one we've already done. So I'm going to move on to a completely different one. Well remembered. <laughs> that was close. That was really close. Should have done that. Now, the last one, the last one on that one is Newcastle United versus Manchester United. Now, that'll be, that should be fun, shouldn't it? 7 0 Manchester United. Good job, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Well done. Oh, you just. You just don't leave it, do you? You just do not leave it. Until Love contracts it. are signed, I'm not leaving any. <laughs> the silent-faced, baby-faced, silent, assassin-faced person. Well done, mate. Uh, uh, you're flying the flag for Norwegia, and you're doing a great <laughs> job. <laughs> he is. He's doing a great job. Very well done. Um, I thought they were just going to golf. Uh, but I think I got that one wrong as well. So, um, um, mate, we let's let's leave today's uh, podcast and finish up and wrap up with um, the with with a, a certain little thing that happened up in Scotland uh, uh, yesterday with uh, oh. with um, Rangers beating Celtic for the first time in twelve Old Firm derbies, I believe. Or as uh, I like mate, to think of it, Stevie G finally getting one back on Brendan Rodgers. On Brendan Rodgers, he must have not liked him very much. I don't oh, know. <laughs> come on, they clearly disliked each other, didn't they? <laughs> Mate, do it. Has, the, has this rekindled us to love the Scottish Premier League in any way at all? Uh, no. no, but I'm happy okay. for Stevie G. All right, okay. Because he's had he's had a lot of shit, hasn't he, in his life? Poor Stevie G. Well, he's also, never you know, like look at the. This, that generation of players in management so far. And yes, I'm talking about Gary Neville at Valencia. Um, <laughs> pretty disastrous. Like, you'd like one of them to come through and do all right. And Lampard's doing okay, isn't he, at Derby? Is he still? At Derby. Um, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. He's doing all right. But everybody, everyone, when Stevie G took that job, everyone kind of like sniffed at him a bit. Mm. So Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, you're, you're right. I... I don't feel too bad. I, just, I, I do wonder whether or not he's really any good uh, at being a manager or something. I thought, I always thought he's a bit too, almost a bit too soft-spoken, you know, a bit of a pansy, uh, really, to be able to actually do it. Wow. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. You could be. <laughs> he's a, I'm not a big lover of CBG. I'm sorry. I don't like him. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope I do. I hope he fails. Wow. Miserably. <laughs> <laughs> what a you know, big icon, Stevie Gerrard. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. I hate him. I absolutely hate him. I'm not a big, not a big fan at all. I'm surprised you are. Oh, to be well, honest, I've all, you know. I mean, I'm. You know, I don't have pictures of him on the wall or anything, but I've always thought, you know, he was quite an iconic player. That you know, the whole thing in Istanbul <laughs> and all of that malarkey. Well, you know, mate, I've got I've got pictures of him up on my wall, but with with his eyes ripped out. You know, just you know, little eyes. Just the, the, the eyeballs. The less I probe on that, the better. <laughs> no, sorry, mate. Not a big fan. Uh, I hope he fails. Um, I'm actually more uh, akin to allowing Celtic to win it once more. Uh, but, oh, uh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's just me. Um, Derby, uh, they're doing all right though. And actually, in a weird way, Frank Lampard. Oh, what you like, Frank Lampard? Yeah, yeah, better than I like Stevie G. Definitely. What? So on that eternal, really boring argument that we used to have, 
in the early about. 2000s of whether you, Lampard and Gerrard could play together. You were in favour of dropping Gerrard. Uh, oh, mate, there were, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be saying that I'd be in favour of dropping either. I think they were both very good. Uh, both very, I can't very believe good. we're <laughs> having this argument. <laughs> <laughs> It's like 20 years ago, mate. No, move on. Oh, it was always um, on. It was so annoying. <laughs> All right. Look, let's leave it at that. We'll agree to disagree or something or whatever. And it's just personal taste really more than anything else. I, I don't like, particularly like either one of them. I'm just saying I dislike Gerard more than I dislike. Well, I dislike Lampard a lot more. A well, you, lot. Of course you would. Yeah, you would. Yeah, because of the Liverpool connection and all that crap and everything. So the Chelsea um, connection oh, right. and the fact that sorry, two hundred goals he scored. There was a clean, even split of of one third of them being penalties, one third of them <laughs> tap ins after the goalkeeper had spilled it, and the other third being deflected long ranges. Sorry, <laughs> Frank Lampard ran over. Mate, he did almost score against Germany, didn't he, as well? So, uh, yes, you know, that, that makes everything he did that. worse. <laughs> he gave us that moment as well. Put it in the net, you twat. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for listening and tuning in to this very special New Year's 2019 inaugurative fireworky podcast uh, that it was starting off with eagles and small Vietnamese men and ending with Jason and Dave thoroughly disagreeing on which one is worse although I think we can both agree that they're both horrible people no yes good at least that <laughs> <laughs> they both scored shitloads of goals against Southampton so I hate them both all right, equally, you know, but just one listener. Anyway, we're not going to go in there anymore. Good stuff. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening in. Uh, mate, I'm not sure when we're going to be back, but I think we'll, we'll be back after, after the next uh, round of Premier League uh, matches, which won't be uh, the end of next weekend, will it? Because we've got, the, pre- we've got uh, the FA Cup to look forward to uh, first. Uh, so it'll be, um, it'll be the week after next, probably, uh, when we will um, uh, tune back in for another podcast. Probably. All right, then. Lovely jubbly. Good stuff. Bye. (laughs) Have a good one. Bye-bye.